Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 9, titled The Day After. Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, a lot to talk about here, Uh, but first and foremost, I want to talk about the thing from which this episode derives its name. Uh, There is an entire sequence in this episode devoted solely to... All of our main characters sitting down and watching the film The Day After. Uh, Now, if you don't know what The Day After is, uh, it's this film, it's a TV movie actually, that was aired back in the 80s. That pretty much showed the events of a nuclear holocaust And from what I understand, a very unyielding, very traumatic, very disturbing way. Like, it did not hold back uh, from what I know about it. And full disclosure, I haven't actually seen The Day After. I should. I I should go back and watch that movie. But I just never had. Uh, But from what I know of The Day After, uh, it was one of those cultural touchstones. From back then. That type of thing that just doesn't happen anymore. Uh, Where everyone sat down and all of America watched this at the same time. And of course, this was at the tail end of the Cold War. When uh, a nuclear strike was genuinely like around the corner. Genuinely felt like it was still around the corner. Genuinely felt like an imminent threat, so people were still kind of on edge about that. It hadn't really died down yet, so uh, it did kind of get at the cores of a lot of people, and I love the way that they integrate that into this show. Uh, They integrate that film and its impact on people into this show and sort of make people think differently, and... I believe season four was when I started reviewing The Americans on Clark Film. Uh, I think I actually said in my review, like, it really sh- it really says how much, how good this show is. That they can devote an entire sequence to all of our characters watching a movie. And I'm just as engaged by that as anything else. Like, it really shows how masterful this show is. That they can take something as mundane as all of our characters watching a movie and make it incredible. And when I say everyone's watching this, I mean everyone. Uh, You have this little uh, get-together in a room with both the Jennings and the Beamans watching it. And then it cuts to other Americans' characters watching it. Uh, William's watching it. Arcady's watching it. Oleg and Tatiana are watching it. And you can kind of see it getting to every single one of them to a certain extent. You can see it sort of eating at every single one of them in their own respective ways. And it's 
really an amazing anchor point. Uh, it's this amazingly humanizing moment in the series where you see how everyone reacts to this, and you kind of get this reminder that at the end of the day, like, it was America versus Russia, kinda, in the Cold War, but also, like, there was this unspoken union between the two superpowers of, this can never happen, let's please not do this. Like, everyone was sort of united in this human pursuit of just, please let's not end the world with a single push of a button. Uh, and a lot of the aftermath on that is really, really cool. Uh, there's a moment where Philip has to talk to Paige about it and sort of talk out uh, how she's feeling in the midst of all that. Uh, Oleg tells a story about apparently uh, just recently there was like this malfunction in the early detection system. And this one guy was like, no, it's a false alarm. And said false alarm up the chain against orders. And then it turned out it was a false alarm. And, like, they just... That guy prevented nuclear war. By the way, I'm pretty sure that's a real thing. I'm pretty sure that's an actual thing that happened. Uh, it, it sounds like... It sounds familiar in real life events. Uh, so, don't, don't quote me on that. But I'm pretty sure there was an instance... Uh, in history, maybe around this time, where that literally did happen. Uh, so it's this nice subplot that they handle very, very well. Uh, but getting into actual, you know, narrative progression. <laughs> so, we finally get some significant progress on the plot line of this makeup lady. That Elizabeth's been spending a lot of time with. Uh, we learn partially why she's doing this. Uh, she is using the makeup lady as an in on her husband. Uh, her husband's got access to something that Elizabeth wants, I guess. We don't know what. We don't know what she's after. But, uh, her husband is the key to whatever the hell this operation is. Uh, so she's getting closer to her... Uh, she's babysitting her kids and getting more trusted in that household. And with the babysitting of the kids, she uses that as an excuse. She uses that as an excuse to search uh, the husband's office to kind of get some blackmail material. Turns out that dude's squeaky clean. So, <laughs> going with the... Going with the proverbial nuclear option. And she then... Fakes a sexual encounter. With said husband. And you can tell Elizabeth is not okay with this. Because Elizabeth at this point... As we've kind of seen... Build up more and more and more and more and more... She's becoming very much attached... To this woman. Like, she's enjoying this woman's company. She's enjoying the friendship that has developed. And now she's blowing it all up. So... She calls the husband and is like, Hey, so, uh, 
I had a fight with this guy I was seeing, and now I'm stranded in the middle of the city. Could you pick me up? Man, thanks for picking me up. Uh, can you come inside and help me move a thing? Man, thanks for hel helping me move a thing. Hey, can you... Can you drink some wine with me that I definitely didn't drug? And so they drink wine, they're having a nice time, and then the dude, because the wine is drugged, uh, sort of falls over. And then Elizabeth drags the unconscious body into her bed, where she then takes off all his clothes and makes it look like they just had sex. So he then wakes up and is like, oh crap, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I gotta go. And so now, uh, yeah, working up the old endgame on that one. And Elizabeth, again, like I said, clearly not okay with any of this. Like, you can kind of see, like, this is where the line is being drawn. This is where she kind of can't handle this as much anymore. This is where she's kind of unraveling and saying, like, I'm, I don't like this anymore. Like, I'm not okay with this anymore. Like, this has gotten too personal for me. Uh, and it's an excellent piece of character development on Elizabeth's part. Uh, we also got some more stuff happening on the William front. William finds another virus deal. Uh, this one apparently liquefies your organs. So... Fun. And William, rightfully so, I might add, basically tells Philip, hey, so, um, I didn't tell Gabriel about this. I don't think we should, like, ever. Like, let's not give the center this thing. I mean, like, look, I don't trust America with it, but at least their seals work. Not only do I not trust us, but our seals have proven to be faulty. Our tech has proven to be behind. So, yeah, we probably shouldn't do this. And there's like a solid chunk of this episode where Philip's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't. It's probably a good thing that we don't give the center this bioweapon. It's probably good that we just leave that one be. But then eventually, Philip decides, you know what? Screw it. Uh, we're just going to go ahead with the operation. Because Elizabeth gets in his ear and she's like, okay, look. If they have it, we need to defend ourselves by also having this. So we need it. So Philip, against his like moral judgment, is like, yeah, we need it. Get the thing. Uh, so a big moral quandary there. Uh, we also got some stuff going on with Paige. Uh, she's learning to drive. She's getting some driving lessons. And it's nice to see. It's kind of lovely. Just this nice father-daughter bonding moment of learning to drive. Paige being very, very tense about it. The warrior that she is. And it's cute. It's it's this cute little subplot. 
Also, Pastor Tim is getting a little bit suspicious of how sad Paige seems. Which, by the way, also for good reason. And so he's like, okay, look, I'm going to Ethiopia. But when we get back, let's all have a sit down. See where we're at. So, yeah. Take the good with the bad, <laughs> basically. Uh, really good news, bad news situation on the page front. Good news, cute driving lesson subplot. Bad news, Pastor Tim's starting to get suspicious of how sad Paige is. Womp womp. Uh, there's also a very intense racquetball game between Philip and Stan. Which is really entertaining to watch. They're going nuts on that thing. And then Stan's like talking about how horrible his new boss is. Blah, 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 blah. I wanted to mention that. Not a huge deal, but hey, it's there. Why not? But yeah, really the highlight of this episode (laughs) is everyone watches a movie. Like seriously, I'm still stunned that they put an entire sequence. Like there were some several minutes in there where nothing was happening except everyone was watching a movie. And somehow that was every bit as engaging as everything else in this show, if not more so. It's kind of insane how enthralled I was by that sequence. Uh, yeah. Going full speed ahead on a lot of this stuff. Uh, only got four more episodes left in the season. So we're kind of wrapping up my favorite, or one of my favorite arcs of the Americans. One of my favorite seasons of the Americans. Uh, getting close. Getting close to that finish line. Uh, if you like this, Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show, Patreon.com slash ThomasClark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 10. Talk to you then.